Out of the ashes you will rise. If you feel sad, lost, depressed, finances are in the gutter, social life, you're lonely. Out of the ashes you will rise. Here in my garage, invest in yourself. Always be curious. Don't be a cynic. Sleeping on a couch in a mobile home with only $47 in my bank account. When everything's burnt to the ground, when you're sad, lost, and depressed, and everything's at rock bottom, you get to rebuild the exact and precise way you want the damn thing rebuilt. Health, wealth, love, happiness, each of these four goals. In case you missed the last episode, make sure you go back and check it out. Here's what went down. The number one myth on my Twitter, I pulled this a million times. People think investing your money is how you get rich. It's crazy. They think they're going to start with 100 bucks, make good passive investment decisions, and become rich. What? Show me the Forbes list guys that do that. Only active investment makes you money. Coming up today, read people. The last year, I have focused, and I am twice as good at reading people as I was one year ago. It's an obtained skill. You can practice it over and over. And if you could be good at one thing that will get you all four of the pillars of the good life, it's reading people. I'm going to invite people like Jaden, this guy who had no money and got in one of my programs, and now I'm, I'm calling it my 300. So you guys are basically honorary uh, potential 300 people. So my goal is I want to document with lawyers and really sure the testimonials are honest and true that 300 people we helped go from rags to riches. So if you were already wealthy before coming in this, you're kind of disqualified, even though your testimonial will be awesome. If you, you, know, you didn't have to be dirt poor, but I, and just to six or seven figure incomes. Um, and so I've already started with these. I had three people I flew out, um, one's 16, one's 21, and one's 28. And I've got probably 10 or 15 more. One thing, Maya, Alec, everyone is involved, James, we pick good people because as far as I could tell, there's no weird people. That was my biggest concern. There is some weird people in this world that I now get to interact with <laughs> vaguely. And so I become much more introverted these days. Um, the guns. No, not the guns. Just I don't go out as much publicly anymore just because it becomes a huge, I have to talk to, you know, a hundred people. It's like, uh, you know what was the greatest thing to go to? I found out the thing to go to, the NBA All-Star Game, a weekend. Every celebrity is so tall that nobody thinks that I'm at all somebody to talk to. I just put a hood up and walk through the crowd. There's all these, you know, NBA guys walking around. Everybody's talking to them. So that is a reprieve for me to go. I'm going to go to these monster tall events. I mean, that was crazy. So, yeah. So have you found reaching that certain status has actually dampened your life because you can't go out and do what you love of the freedom and the adventure? Just so that's, it's a good question. Some, some of you are like, why haven't you grown your Instagram another million in a month? I kind of slowed down if you guys saw. That was on purpose because sometimes I'm like, holy crap. Uh, and especially, you know, I've noticed, like Scott Disick has 20 million Instagram followers, but his, he doesn't interact with the fans as much. My stuff is much more interactive, like here's some tips for you. So people want to talk to me. As opposed to if they see Scott Disick, he's just like a celebrity that you're like, oh, he's a celeb. Where people, and I'm cool with it. I actually, 
have only, in two years, I've only ever had two negative feedback. One was a drunk guy who I don't even think knew who I was who tried to fight me, but I'm pretty sure he didn't know who I was. And maybe one other time. So it's overwhelming. It's just sometimes you don't feel like talking to people you never met for 30 minutes and hearing their pitch because that's what people want to do. They want to pitch or they want to, but most of them, I mean, there are so many cool ones. I get mixed feelings, but here's what. I've set up traveling to countries like Norway where it, this crazy thing is I'm almost more popular in Norway than here, but they're very shy people, so no one will talk to you. So it's like the best of both worlds. I can get into clubs. I got all the good stuff with no hardly interruptions. So yeah, I think, uh, you know, I think, I think overall, you just, it's a problem to solve on one to 10. And it's not something I hate. It's just, it does cause you to modify. Just like if any of you guys get really rich, life, you know, when Mark Cuban came over, he told me some personal stuff that I didn't video of advice. And it wasn't just for fame. It's also for money. And so as you guys make more money, there's some things you got to do different. You know, like be careful you let in your house. They're going to fall down the stairs. I had a maid who tripped, said she tripped on a banana peel. You know, I'm like, is this from a fucking cartoon? <laughs> you tripped, she's like, wants money. It was a girl who worked here like one day. And then she said she slipped on a banana peel. That's somebody, I was like, what are you talking? It didn't end up, we didn't have to pay any money out, but... That kind of stuff comes with success. Each of you will have some level of weirdness. So, yeah, let me leave you with the last thing that people love when I talk about. This is the ninja stuff. Read people. Boy, the last year, I have focused, and I am twice as good at reading people as I was one year ago. It's an obtained skill. You can practice it over and over. And if you could be one, good at one thing that will get you all four of the pillars of the good life, it's reading people. Health, wealth, love, and happiness. Maybe not physical health, but wealth comes from other people. Love obviously comes from other people. And happiness, for the most part, humans are happy when their social life is set right. So reading people, this is, did I tell you guys, tell you about the dark triad test? Go on the internet, make every freaking person you ever meet take the dark triad test. Start there. If they get high scores on the bottom two, do not ever talk to them again. I promise you. <laughs> Narcissist. I mean, I mean, I cut people off. People don't even know why they don't hear from me again. Machiavellianism psycho- and being psychotic, no. Anything over 30 is a warning. And over 60 is an absolute no, never talk to them. Narcissism is a trickier one. You, you can, they can be like up to 60 on narcissism. So there's three scores. Narcissism, 60 is the max. Um, second, Machiavellian. I, I like it way under 30, but technically at 60, people have mental problems. I had some people over the other day. A girl got 98, 98, 98. Did I tell you about this story? And I told this girl, I said, you are a criminal. And I was serious. No, but you think I'm joking. One hour later, when I was playing basketball, she came, I pulled her aside. I was like, I'm not joking. I'm learning how to read people. Are you a freak? I said, I think you've killed somebody. And she wouldn't admit it, but she definitely killed somebody. Like those tests are so well built that I, and she always wants to hang out with me. She was a nice, she was like a 22 year old girl. She's from the ghetto of Chicago, which is craziness. She grew up around. She made her way out to LA, but she killed, basically she wouldn't admit she killed somebody, but she wouldn't say no. And she basically like, I don't want to go to jail, but the girl started it. So it's probably a girl that like picked on her and she, I don't think she killed her. I think she like 
put her in a coma in the hospital. It took me like an hour of talking, but that's just never wrong. I have personally tested it on thousands of people. It's the most accurate thing known to mankind. And the fact that nobody talks about this about me just tells you how stupid the world is because dark triad was not invented by me. Like if you go on dates, everybody will take the dark triad. Just don't tell them it's the dark triad. Say, take this personality test. If the girl or the guy gets high, whoop, out of there. Except on narcissism. Creativity, the, the last two. No, no, no. Then you can make them take the hexaco test. The hexaco test is easier to trick. The dark triad, the hexaco works if they're super honest. Dark triad is built so that the more psychotic they are, the more they feel good um, admitting it. it. It's very hard to trick. I've had people, I had a guy to get 98 on a psychotic test, okay? He go, I go, you got a 98. A 98, your 98% of you is a full psychopath. And he's like, let me take it again. He got a 99. He's like, I'm going to trick it. <laughs> so those tests, there's a psychosis, there's a psychotic test. That one, you don't want to start people out because it's crazy questions right away. But the dark triad is built so smooth. So you don't even have to be good at reading people. It's, it's like an x-ray. When is an x-ray ever wrong? If an x-ray shows a bone like this, it's never a time when it's actually magically not broken. So when you get a high Machiavellian score, they're kooky, kooky. So get good at reading people, man, even customers. And uh, that is the ninja stuff. And I've gotten really good at it. Now, eventually you get better and better. You can see facial movements. You can see body posture. I can now tell it without ever talking to people. But it took me about a thousand people that I got to take the test. Get everybody in your family to take it. It's your, it's gonna confirm a lot of shit you know about family members. You're gonna be like, ah, I knew it. I got six brothers. I made one of them take it. High Machiavellian score, it's so funny. So you got a high Machiavellian score. I said, you got a high Machiavellian score. I said, what does that mean? I said, well, it means you're a little deceitful, a little bit lying. He goes, let me take that test over. I'm just going to answer the questions falsely to get a good score. I was like, do you hear what you just said? (laughs) I said, it's deceitful and a little bit tricky. And you're like, let me take it. He took it over again, hardly got a better score. So don't hang out with all your family. I'm going to tell you, you know who got the best score of any human I've ever had tests was my 99-year-old grandma. That old generation is better people than nowadays. Boy, you meet those people that went through World War II, survived, you know, wars and all that. Look at George. Who do you think was a cooler person, George H. Bush or George W. Bush? One was shot down. Airline pilot swam to the war hero, George W. Bush. (laughs) I mean, even if you're a Republican, you like George H. Bush as a better, as a human. And so... uh, yeah, read people, boy. That thing, and then you, that translates into marketing skills, too. You get good at reading people. Everyone you meet becomes a little experiment. And ask them questions. If you're single, it'll be the funnest thing you ever do, man, with dating. It's just, it's bizarre how accurate it is. You, you, and guys, especially when you start making money, you worry about people taking your money. High Machiavellian scores, boy, that made who slipped on a banana peel. I guarantee you. God, it would have got, I, now I make everybody, you can't work for me now without taking that test. I got six tests that I think we make everybody take now. And then do a lot of tests of like non, you know, do tests like I said. First day of work, don't show up late and just leave them in the office. And just see when you get there what's been done. If they're asleep on the couch, right, in the waiting room, they, they suck. If they rearrange something, if they went and bought you breakfast, 
you know, like, oh, I thought you might want this. First day of work, they should be there and make their best. You can't imagine how many people's first day of work, they do shitty. If they suck the first day, they probably will always suck. I'm telling you. So little, learn life hacks like reading people. That is, is a great skill. And I found no matter where I go in the world, people are weird. Like Sweden, I was like, oh, I'm ever going to be nicer there. That's one of the places I saw them get 98, 98, 98 on Machiavellian psychopath and narcissism. In those countries where people are much more normal, you think, than America. So, And I will tell you, shit, you know they say don't be racist, don't be sexist, don't be all that. It's true. It, these things, gender, sex, and even upbringing don't have that much to do with one exception. Be careful of people who have been bullied. Bullying is in my experience, is the nastiest thing that always fucks people up on these tests. Now, the second I see High Machiavellian, I turn to him and I go, you were bullied, weren't you? 99 out of 100 people go, how'd you know? I'm like, right here. Bullying turns you Machiavellian. So if you've ever met someone who bites people behind the back, speaks, it's almost always from bullying. It's not a natural state for humans to be. People are passive-aggressive people who hold things in for too long, people who speak nice to your face, and then people who aren't forthcoming, people you date that are cheating on, almost always it's from bullying. I used to think bullying was bullshit. I was never bullied, but man, that's the other thing. If you got kids and they're remotely being bullied, don't ever let them go to that school. I mean, it's even for like, they found like even one bullying in, for kids who are hypersensitive, you never get over that shit. It's, it's like mentally, it's like sexual assault. One thing can traumatize you for life. Well, this is equivalent in your brain wiring, you know? So, yeah, that's why I said, for the most part, take the kids out of public schools. Unless they're like big, strong kids or, you know, girls that aren't that pretty growing up. That's why you see these beautiful girls in L.A. all fucked up. You're like, show me your 14-year-old picture. And it's all like buck teeth. And then they turn into supermodels. But they're weird. Because they were bullied. Your, your social esteem is built by age 16. So pretty much whatever happened, I was lucky. You know what? I was built exactly like this at 13. So I was like an early bloomer. So I was always like, ah, I'm great, you know? And so once you get your social your self-esteem by 16, pretty much locks in. It's hard to, like people, if you make fun of me now, it doesn't affect me that much because I don't have low self-esteem. So watch your kids under 16, boy, and read more. All this stuff I'm telling you, I asked Elon Musk last time I saw him, how'd you figure out how to do SpaceX? He goes, I just memorized a few textbooks. But he didn't go to school for it. He has a physics degree, but not astrophysics and aeronautical science or whatever. So read more, work less, read more, more stuff like this, get one little trick. We can talk after. Thank you. You guys better go, because you gotta go eat. If you want the chance to enter into one of my free giveaways, here's all you have to do. Number one, subscribe to my podcast. And then secondly, leave an honest review of my podcast. What do you think of it? All right. I pick random reviewers to win either an iPhone 7, a GoPro Black, a MacBook Air, iPad, Kindle. And then I've been doing these uh, once a month free car giveaways, giving away a Mustang or Camaro to one random social media follower, podcast followers are entered into that too. So you'll get your free chance to enter. Just leave an honest review and make sure you subscribe to my podcast. All right. I hope you win one of the giveaways. Talk to you soon.
Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or wherever it is you like to listen so that you don't miss out on any new episodes as they come out. 